Cannon Shots podcast. It's episode 112. That's right, 112. I'm your co-host, Mike Parsons. And as always, I'm joined by the man himself, the man who is selfless, Mr. Mark Pearson Freeland. Good morning. Hey, good morning, Mike. How's the last week been from a stoic perspective? Have you been thinking about yourself each day? I, I tell you what, I've been trying to improve myself. I've tried to make the obstacle the way I've tried to be still, but more than anything, I know that one thing is the greatest enemy of all. Ooh, and that, Mike, is going to be our topic of today's episode, episode 112. This is the second of our four-part series on Mr. Ryan Holiday, and today we are covering his fourth book, Ego is the Enemy, the Fight to Master Our Greatest Opponent. Yeah, and it's, um, I've got to say, of all of the bodies of work that we have studied together on the show, this one is perhaps one of the most uh, confronting. And I would argue in this next hour, we're going to reveal why this book is so important for us right now, not only in 2021, but I think generationally, I think this is the perfect book to put us back in our place. I, I totally agree. I thought last week in episode 111, we were listening to Ryan tell us about the Daily Stoic, how to refocus really and be the best version of ourselves. But ultimately, Mike, there's something that we've got to confront with all of that, and it is your ego. It's being aware of the sort of behaviors or, or concepts in your own head that can block progress, um, mm. cloud ambition, sometimes maybe trip yourself up along the way. And what I've, what I've already enjoyed with Ron Hodley is his ability to look back at history and show us, hey, if it worked over the past hundreds and thousands of years, right. we can do it today in our, in our uh, lives Monday to Friday, right? <laughs> and here, I totally agree. Yeah, yeah. I, I love, I love in, the, in what we were doing in the last show when he's look, saying, "Look, if the most powerful man ever in history, the Emperor of Rome, Marcus Aurelius, needed to keep working on himself and needed to remind himself of how to be a good and virtuous man, if he needed it, then come on, let's be honest, we could all do with a little bit of extra." work. And there is uh, no doubt that this book, Ego is the Enemy, is another just masterfully crafted, well-written book that, as you quite rightly said, pulls from both ancient and modern history to point out to us that there is a real journey um, in life. And the worst thing we can do is in our success, think that we are great. And in our failure to think that we are not as good as others, that we are poorer for it. In fact, it's the ego that plays with us. And, you know, whether we are building a great company, a great product, whether we are just doing our work, our profession, uh, being part of a family or a community, this is essential reading. So I think in the next hour, Mark, I would propose to you that we're going to learn about mindset, resilience, and learning, which are all three big moonshot themes, aren't they? Yeah, they totally are. And I think, Mike, it's time to get cracking and let's hear from from Ryan himself. And I think over this next hour, we're gonna we're gonna be digging in deep. It might be a little bit confronting thinking about our own egos 
in this mm. sort of way. So I'm I'm nervous but also excited. <laughs> and I think it's about time, Mike, for us to hear our first clip. This is Ryan Holiday introducing us to the pitfalls of ego. In almost every philosophical school, every religion, every great historical story, at the root of it is a warning against ego, against hubris. Okay, you don't understand why you need to take a meeting with Kanye West? The artist Marina Abramovich said that the second we begin to believe in our own greatness, that's the death of our creativity. That's me. I'm the hottest artist in the city. So the question is, how do you prevent that from happening? How do you prevent ego from coming between you and your gift, from destroying you, from alienating other people? Stop playing with my fucking name. How do you prevent that toxic ego from ruining your life? The most important step is awareness. It's knowing when ego is creeping in, when it's whispering in your ear so you can find it and shut that voice off. You can't destroy a cancer that you haven't been diagnosed with. And so the first defense against ego is awareness. Wow. I mean, that's pretty provocative, dropping the Kanye in the background as well, <laughs> isn't it? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh, it's uh, The juxtaposition was was pretty fun, actually. But um, he's quite right. He's just like, he's really starting to like get that that kind of splash of water on the face, the, the ice bucket, like wake up and know that voice, uh, that voice of ego. And, oh, boy, does that really set us up to go and dive into it? So I think ahead for us on this show, we're going to dive into this mindset um, of knowing what starts and ends with this, this idea of ego, of mindset, of intention. And uh, so once we get that foundation, then we're going to look at how to stay with it, the resilience then we're going to learn, and boy, how big is learning as a Moonshots theme, Mark? I mean, come on. It's almost like everyone we study talks about learning. Yeah, yeah. It's the key, key pillar of, of the moonshotting. Yeah. Um, every single person illustrated by 111 shows uh, with, with so many different people, you can learn from everyone around us. And, and actually, this is going to be one of a, a stoic um, thought that Ryan Holiday is going to take us through this ability to learn from almost any situation or anybody mm. in your life. So I'm mm. looking forward to hearing about that. Yeah. So let's dive into the foundational work uh, of the book Ego is the Enemy by Ryan Holiday. And this is all, of course, born out of this greater practice of stoicism and the studying of the Stoics, um, a very uh, ancient uh, philosophical mindset that comes from uh, you know, ancient Roman and Greek times. Uh, and uh, this first clip that we're going to uh, jump into as terms of mindset is really going to be about what mindset is the primary starting point uh, for getting rid of ego and being stoic. So let's have a listen to Ryan Holiday talking about a beginner's mindset. Adopt the beginner's mindset. Epictetus, the Stoic philosopher, said that it is impossible to learn that which we think we already know. The key is to pick up a book about something you know nothing about, to be the dumbest person in a room. If you're the smartest person in a room, that's ego. You're not surrounding yourself with people who challenge you, who make you better. I'm 10 years ahead mentally 
and I'm trapped in today's time. Focus on the effort, not the outcome. John Wooden, the basketball coach, would say that success is the peace of mind of knowing you made your best effort. If you put your satisfaction or your success in the hands of critics or fans or sales, you will inevitably be crushed when they are not as good as your wildest hopes want them to be. Shun the comfort, chatter, and do the work instead. Shun the comfort and the chatter. I mm. like that a lot. The uh, mm. that that and uh, what what Ryan Holiday was calling out in that clip that really stood out to me was embrace or seek out opportunities to feel or be the dumbest person in the room. You know, when you're oh, looking, how good how, is that? How good is that? So uh, embrace that discomfort and think, hey, I want to be in a situation where I might not know the answers because the result will be that I will learn from it. Mm. I will learn well, from it, those it, in the room and, and pick up new experience along the way. Yeah. And as he was kind of subtly serenaded by Kanye again, <laughs> the interesting thing was that he's he's really kind of pointing out that if your ego runs wild, you'll think that you already have the answer. And that was a great quote alluding to the fact that if a man thinks he has all the answers, then, you know, he will never learn anything new. And I thought, wow, this is so good. And then where I think Ryan gets really practical is how to be the dumbest person in the room. And what he's really saying there is assume you don't have all the answers, which is really a bit counterintuitive to how a lot of people think they need to behave in a meeting, at work, or sometimes in life in general, right? Yeah. I mean, the amount of pressures we all have to be a professional, uh, no, let me rephrase that, uh, a, a master of the skill that you're being, you know, perhaps employed to go and do, hmm. you know, that's a lot of pressure to think, wow, do I know this back to front? Yeah, I can go out and, and learn and try and be the best, but ultimately I will always be improving. I'm never hmm. going to be necessarily that sort of absolute master of, of that given skill because I want to continue going to learn. So it's a little bit confrontational, you know, this idea of pressure, I think is going to be, you know, really explored by us over the next 45 minutes, an hour in this show, yeah. because that pressure sometimes is self, um, it, it's given to you by yourself, isn't it? Yeah. How, if, if you want to explore this idea a little bit, how do we, uh, what practical things could we do in a meeting to be the dumbest person in the room? Ask questions, mm -hmm. I think, you know, mm -hmm. so rather than, um, you know, be that individual who might not listen and they're always speaking or perhaps not paying attention. If you listen and maybe ask questions, then I think you can, I suppose, uh, curate original thinking, like our friend Adam Grant would say. Right. I think one of the, the things that we've heard um, previously on the show is be the last to speak in the meeting. Yes, that was a good one. Be the mm. last to speak. Right. And uh, don't look just to confirm what you know. Mm. Question, challenge. Yeah. Try yeah. to play devil's advocate. Ask why. Ask why. There was another author who asked that question. Do you remember? <laughs> <laughs> one of our one of our favorites, 
with uh, with uh, start with why, of course. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Keep on going back. I mean, this this idea of of challenging that status quo again is something that Ron Holiday illustrates really nicely in in his other works by bringing out the history. So you kind of think, oh, hang on, let's have a pause for a second. If Marcus Aurelius, the most powerful man in the world, had time to keep a journal, what's stopping me? <laughs> you know, another good one. You know, it's 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 another great reminder of, hey, let's everybody take a breath, have a pause. Mm. Mm. If you're in a meeting, let's think about this. Let's make sure you ask those questions, or you're the last person to speak, because learning is what really brings out um, this 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 beginner's mindset, as Ryan was calling out. That's right. And gives us the ability to improve that that ego. Yeah. So once you say, okay, I maybe don't have all the answers, then I think the second mindset that Ryan Holiday wants us to embrace is really kind of bringing our attention to the, the question, the thought, the idea of the moment and do your best within that moment. And so this next clip is Ryan Holiday talking about doing your job and doing it right. Do your job, do it right, right? Uh, Andrew Johnson, before he became president, before he was the governor, he's giving a talk and a heckler cries out from the crowd. What the heckler is joking about and making fun of is the fact that Johnson comes from humble beginnings, right? He wasn't a born politician, he wasn't born wealthy. In fact, he was a tailor. His job was making clothes for other people who were rich and successful. and. What, what Johnson's response, and this is, I think this is an excellent response, he's saying, that does not disconcert me in the least, for when I used to be a tailor, I had the reputation of being a good one and making close fits, always punctual with my customers, and I always did good work. Essentially what he's saying is, I don't give a shit what you think about uh, whether being a tailor is a good job or a bad job, I was good at it. I did what I was supposed to do well, and that's what I take pride in, right? And this is something the Stoics talk about over and over again. We're all assigned roles in life. These roles change, but what matters is what we do in that role while we have the opportunity. Epictetus is saying, first you tell yourself what kind of person you want to be, then you do what you have to do. For nearly every pursuit, we find this to be the case. Those in athletic pursuits, they choose the sport they want and then they do that work, no matter whether that's the sexy part of the work, that's the work that gets attention, that's the work that's fun. They do that and they do the work that's necessary. They do every single thing that they're assigned to do. This is carved on the mantelpiece of Sir Henry Royce's house, right? Sir Henry Royce is the guy that founds Rolls-Royce. Whatever is rightly done, however humble, is noble. So you do your job and you do it right because that's your job and you take pride in that fact. You take pride in excellence. That's what the Stoics are saying. Doesn't matter what, what happened to you. Doesn't matter why you're doing it. What matters is that you do that task well and you see it as an opportunity to be excellent in what you do. Uh, Marcus Aurelius, again, he's saying, pay attention to what's in front of you, the principle, the task, or what's being portrayed. That's it. The thing in front of you, that's the opportunity, not the thing far off in the future. Um, the lesson I learned from this, this is something I think about when I might be wanting to cut a corner, I might not want to do something well. How you do anything is how you do everything. How you do this task in front of you right now is a reflection of who you are as a person and it's a reflection of your general attitude towards the rest of your responsibilities. Oh, that's a good meaty <laughs> clip. He's touching on a lot of different aspects and, and individuals there, isn't he, Mike? This is oh, some boy. good stuff. 
Yeah, and and once again, he's pretty confronting. If you actually truly listen to some of the thinking here, it's like don't cut the corners. Um, and what I really love about the build that he was doing there is don't get get caught up on whether what you're doing is considered to be glamorous and successful or not. And very much like Bill Belichick, the coach of the New England Patriots, really celebrates this idea of just do your job. We've all got a role to play and do it to the best of your ability. And don't get caught up on whether you've been successful as you might wanted to have been, or whether you have the recognition, whether everybody sees what you're doing or not. You can take enormous satisfaction and well-being from just doing the job to your best ability, doing the job at hand. And I think, Mark, this is where true um, peaceful calmness of the mind and the intention lays because if I had a task at hand and I did it to the very best of my, my ability, that's what I control, and therefore I am complete. The chapter is closed. I did it to the best of my ability. There was nothing uh, to suggest that, well, if I just worked a little harder or stayed a little longer. No, I did it to the best of my ability. And I think when we're always racing into the future, this brings us very steadfastly into the present, doesn't it? Oh, I, I couldn't agree more, actually. Um, I think what's really uh, confronting is a question that I think Ron Holiday's, you know, referencing here. And, and I think, Mike, where you're going with, with that thought as well is, am I working as hard as I can right now? Am I applying myself to this task at hand to the best of my abilities? And we've probably all been there where we've done something, maybe we've delivered a product or a project and we think back to it and think, huh, yeah, that was okay. I could have worked a bit harder. You're never going to move on from that. It's always going to be something in the back of your mind and you can't go back and change it, can you? And conversely, one of the, the best feelings that you can have is getting to the end of a day or the week or the month or a year and mm. thinking, oh, I worked hard. And no right. matter what that result was, whether the business was huge or the product was successful, it doesn't really matter what the physical output was. Instead, and I think this is really true with, with Ryan Holiday and his work, and, and uh, particularly today with Ego's Enemy, if you can think back, yeah, I did my best and I'm really happy. I mm. couldn't have worked any harder. I know that this was my capability to, to the full. Who, who is anybody else to say or question whether that's, that's right or not? You know, that's you being your best version of yourself by right. working that hard and being present. So I think right now for all of our listeners, if they are, I think if someone is listening to our show, Mark, I think a moonshotter is invariably doing their best, is giving their all. And one of the things that I would share uh, with you and our audience, Mark, is that if you turn up every day, every week, every year, and you're just giving your best, know that you can be so satisfied, so fulfilled uh, about that. In fact, with your ego in check, you can be proud 
you can be truly proud in the knowingness that you truly gave it your best and your all. And I just encourage everyone to think about that because I think we too quickly go, yeah, but it didn't work out. That doesn't matter now. What matters is, did you give your best? Mm. Were you in the moment? Did you do the very best you could at that time? And I think that's something we could, we can all do a, a job of being more reflective upon in that knowingness and say, yep, I really did give that a good nudge. Yeah. <laughs> right. <laughs> I gave that one a really good push. I gave that a little bit of a tough, uh, a tough push, worked my best. Yeah. If I can end that day or, or that moment in time and know that I've, I've done that, that best work of mine, I think whew, that's, that's, a, that's a great lesson that Ron Holiday is really teaching here. And I think, you know, coming from that awareness moment that he spoke about in our opening clip, if you're aware of it and you can, you can recognize it and see it, I mean, that's a good foundation. Ryan Holiday's already taught us this is going mm. well. Yeah, totally, totally. And listen, look, Mark, before we keep going into um, uh, this universe of stoicism of Ryan Holiday and his great book, Ego is the Enemy, I think it's time to uh, remind our uh, audience that really does span all four corners of the, the globe these days. Let's remind them that we, we really need your help. Now, Mark, how can our audience help us out? We need your help, dear listeners. We love, love, love hearing from you. We love it when our listeners get in touch with us. Um, and I'll tell you how to do that in a moment. Such as our good, uh, brand new uh, friend, Mr. Rodrigo Aviles coming over from Germany. Thank you so much for getting in touch. We love hearing from you, Rodrigo, and I'll be replying uh, shortly to your, to your question. We get so much value out of that, not only from a, um, a feeling of, oh, wow, this is, this is great and it's worth it and we're so excited to hear from listeners all around the world, but actually we really, really need your help to uh, understand and dig into more Moonshot innovators. We've got a big year ahead. Today's episode 112, and we need you listeners to help us carve out brand new uh, directions and topics to go and uh, explore. So we call on you listeners to go to www.moonshots.io. Here you will find all of our previous 111 shows on some seriously impressive innovators, as well as all of our show notes and transcripts, a lot of our favorite mantras, as well as a little area, a little topic box you can navigate at the top of the page called feedback. You can leave us your thoughts on the show, things that you think work, maybe things that you'd like us to uh, explore doing differently perhaps, but also you can let us know what you would like us to cover next. We have a good uh, list of future shows coming up, don't we, Mike? But we're still looking for more and more inspiration. And that, yes. our listeners, is all where you guys can come in. Yeah. So just tell us like who inspires you? Who would you like us to decode, deconstruct? And uh, we'll get the team on it. We'll break it down. We'll get some amazing clips, but tell us what's on your mind. What would you like to know? And, you know, a big shout out to, to uh, all of our listeners, to Rodrigo in Germany, but you know, Mark, here's the craziest thing. Do you know, you'll never believe this, 
but there is one country that we almost always end up in the top 10 business and entrepreneurship podcasts, and that is Slovenia. Slovenia. Now, here's the thing, Mark. We get a lot of emails from listeners, but we have yet to receive any emails or love from what must be a considerable audience in Slovenia. So we are putting out the beacon to our dear listeners in Slovenia. If you are listening, let us know your thoughts. Who would you like us to decode and deconstruct here on the Moonshots podcast? So big shout out to the team in Slovenia. Okay. I feel like we are now ready to turn our minds to the topic of resilience, don't you, Mark? Yeah, that's right. So we've started with awareness. Let's be aware of our our egos and how they might be able to trip us up. Then let's begin each day, each moment, each life with the best aspirations and a good mindset. Now let's dig into what we might call success, but also, Mike, something, it's a big word that we've talked about a lot on Moonshots, and that's resilience. So the next Mm. clip we're going to hear from Mr. Ron Holiday is how to keep learning in order to be unbeatable. The MMA fighter, and now he's a, he's a coach, his name is Frank Shamrock, he's a UFC champion. He has a system that he teaches his fighters, he calls it plus, minus, and equal. And basically what he says is that every great fighter needs to have someone who's better than them, that they train under, someone who, who is equal to them in ability, that they challenge themselves against on a daily basis, and someone who is not as good as them, who they teach what they've learned from the other two. And it's this system that's being a student in everything that you do that is what makes you good. It's what makes you better. And most importantly, it's what hammers away at the ego that undermines our ability to be on a team or to relate and work with other people. Uh, Emerson has a quote that this is how I try to live my life as well. He says, every man I meet is my master in some point, And in that I learn from him. He's saying that even when you might be better at someone at 99% of what you do, there's still 1% that they're a little bit better at. And that's what you focus on. You, it's how can you absorb, if you can absorb one thing from every single person that you meet, you will become better and better and better. And eventually you'll become unbeatable. Mm, Every man that you meet will be better at something than you. How perfect is that? This idea, just to keep you in check, don't get too big for your boots. Know that the person you are meeting guaranteed, there'll be something, there will be something that they can do better than you. Doesn't that just set you in the right position? Yeah, it really does. It reminds you that pride can often be that blocker. Don't mm. be, again, going back to one of the earlier clips uh, in today's show around being in the room, in a meeting, perhaps being that last person to speak. Be aware of those around you and do think, okay, well, what can I learn from this person, that person? Because yeah. if, if you take that little bit of lesson from each of them, You're only going to get stronger and stronger, aren't you? You are. And I thought that was a really cool construct, the the plus minus equals uh, structure from the MMA fighters, where not only did they have to fight someone who was a bit better, but they needed to teach someone who was not as good as them. Mm -hmm. I like that. Plus minus equals. It's it's a great little uh, theory, isn't it? It's a great little growth mindset approach. I like that. I'm I'm going to try and pull that into my uh, my way of working as well, trying to determine who I might be able to um, collaborate with. And, and, and can, obviously there's plenty of people to learn from. Well, it's interesting because we, we talked earlier about this idea of, you know, 
seek to be the dumbest person in the room. And now um, just to like, if you weren't quite getting the ego under control, yeah. now it's like, okay, everyone you meet is going to be better at something than yourself. Um, and I just, I find that so, so helpful because I think in what I fall victim to is in my enthusiasm is I forget this and get too carried away with what I know and make the mistake of not stopping to listen to others. And so I find this really helpful. What about you, Mark? Yeah, yeah. I I find it very, very, it's practical as well as emotional. You know, this call from Ron Holiday and via the Stoics, it's reminding me to remove any, you know, pride or self-inflation, I suppose you could say, mm. uh, born through, you know, a number of years doing a job or, or working with people, whatever it might be. And, and having that stark reminder, hey, you don't know everything. You know, I, I, think, <laughs> I think, you know, as we'll, as we'll continue digging into it today, this idea of, of ego, as, as Ryan Hoddeley, you know, calls it out, it, this, is a, this is a moment for us all to, you know, step away from any uh, feelings that we know best. You know, when you're putting things on social media or when you're uh, constantly online, whether it's with customers, clients, audience, whoever it might be, you've got to put up that facade almost, don't you? I'm going, I'm going to go so far as to say it's a little bit of a facade. It's my um, uh, thing that I'm putting up for others to see, my LinkedIn, my whatever it might be. I've got to be the best at something. And I think what happens naturally is, oh, that'll start to rub off and therefore I won't. I'll actually think I am that mind. I, I am in that space. You know, I am the best right. at something. <laughs> you know, if, you, if you put on the fancy dress outfit, enough times you end up thinking you are the superhero. I wonder whether that's it. If you put on the fancy cape and you dress up as a Superman and, and you go out, maybe at some point you're going to start thinking, oh yeah, well, yeah, I am, I am that Superman person. And I think this is just a really good little illustration of the issues with having that unhealthy belief in yourself. Yeah, because, you know, you're consumed with how you're perceived on the outside rather than uh, who you are in the moment. But the funniest thing is that if we stop pretending and go back to what we've already discussed that's in the book, Ego is the Enemy, have a beginner's mindset, do your job, do it right, be self-aware, you know, walk into a meeting and say, I'm going to be the dumbest person in the room and know that every person that you meet will be able to teach you something. Isn't it funny that by being that humble, that you will achieve the, um, the status that you were so consumed with earlier. So people will go, wow, geez, Mark asks good questions. <laughs> I feel like we always make good progress when Mark's in the room, right? Yeah, that's it. But it's, it's funny because in this next clip that we're going to hear from, from Ron Holiday, again in this uh, column and, and, and thought construct around this resilience is – to not necessarily target that output, not necessarily think, hey, I'm going to uh, get people to think 
oh, Mark's, Mark's a smart guy. Instead, think about the journey that you've just discussed, Mike, about the beginner's mindset and, and learning and so on. So this next clip we're going to hear from Mr. Ryan Holiday is how to focus and follow the process rather than the outcome. Follow the process. Marcus Aurelius is saying you must build your life action by action and be content if each one achieves its goal as far as possible and no one can keep you from this. So this is 2,000 years ago, the most powerful man in the world. He's reminding himself that you take things step by step. You don't focus the distant future. You focus on what's in front of you. You focus on doing it well and right. This might sound familiar to you guys, right? This is the process, right? This is the Stoics talking about the process, the thing that, that you guys hear and see everywhere. I was in your stadium earlier. I saw the process starts here. This is that same idea 2,000 years later, tested in, in battle, tested in the highest uh, you know, military and political offices in the world, tested by creatives, by authors, by entrepreneurs, by, by, by some of the smartest people who ever lived. They're, they're living their life by the process. What we ultimately control, the Stoics are, again, making the distinction between what we control and what we don't control, and what we control is what's in front of us. Goethe is saying, what matters to an active man is to do the right thing. Whether the right thing comes to pass should not bother him. We tend to be A to Z thinkers, right? And we, we forget that all the letters in between, we forget the little things, we forget the process, right? If you're pinned on the ground, what you do is you don't focus on, on, on being free completely. The first thing you do is you don't do something stupid that gets you choked out. You take your time, you get your bearings, and then you break it down step by step, right? You give yourself a little bit of space. You try to get to your side. Then you pull maybe a leg out, you trap an arm, you buck your hips. This is a process. Being trapped, being pinned down is not fate, it's not over. It's a methodical thing. Breaking it down step by step is how you get out of here. It's not one big swoop, it's not one major move. That's not how you do it. You break it down and you see the best fighters in the world do this. The process, the process, the process. Now, what's funny about this thought that is well over 3,000 years old is that it is so present even in really small things like think about weight loss. What any good weight loss advisor will say to someone is just focus on eating a little less today. Just try and lose one kilogram this week. That's all. And when we studied uh, Tim Ferriss, one of the key things that he shared was that people fail in their goals because they set wildly unrealistic goals that they wish to achieve in an unrealistic uh, short span of time. So therefore, they get a few weeks into achieving a goal, whether it's weight loss or anything. And Mark, they only get a few weeks into it. And what happens? Well, they give up or they go back to how they were before, right? Exactly. So that very thought is embedded in this. Like if you want greatness, put it aside, focus on the process, focus on the hard work to do today and do not obsess about the allure, the shiny, the sparkly success. Take satisfaction that today you did the hard work that you know is part of your overall purpose, your mission, your vision. This stuff is so good, Mark. It was so essential to Stoicism. It's very much what we touched upon in episode 111 
um, with Ron Hoddleday previously in the Daily Stoic. You know, when you you could do these step by step, action by action, uh, journey, process, personal development. You know, I I like where you you took it, Mike, um, with regards to the habit series. You know, when we were digging into James Clear, Charles Duhigg, as well as William H. McRaven, when we were learning about habit formation, it is broken down very, very simply. Do the little things today and do it every day. And again, it just feels like it's a, a really, valid um, form of stoicism as well isn't it you go out with that best intention have that good awareness do little by little and gradually you will just keep on getting better yeah and i i think here this is the elixir to the sense that things are not going as well as they could be that you haven't quite made it you're not the success you could have been I think that's a moment where you can turn to this book, don't you, Matt? Yeah, yeah. I, I think for those of us who are thinking, ah, oh, well, you know, maybe I should be, uh, you know, a bit softer in myself, or maybe I should be working harder. Maybe those in doubt, those who have had a promotion, and maybe they're worried about being a leader, or conversely, those who feel like they've missed out on a promotion and therefore they are annoyed at their leaders. You know, I believe that there's a great benefit that a lot of us and our listeners can get from digging into um, these lessons that that Ron Hoddleday is really calling out. I think for me, at least somebody who's probably in in my past considered or maybe doubted my um, uh, level that you've reached over a course of a number of years, this is a great reminder that, hey, stop beating yourself up. Don't forget to work on yourself, not only from a career profession um, ambition perspective, but also your, your mindset. You know, take care of your internal side so that your external elements can be better. You know, you can't be a great leader unless you've got that foundation and strength within your, your mind. And in this case today with, with ego, once you've got your ego under check, you elude a much better direction, I think, to a lot of your team. And, you know, it just, for me at least, feels like we've got so much, all of us have so much to to take from Stoicism. It's like this series of books from Ryan Holiday. It's like a gym membership for the mind, isn't it? It's like (laughs) essential workouts to keep you fit, happy, and healthy, don't you think? Yeah, well, what's fun is you're not, in Ego is the Enemy, you're not digging into a sort of Freudian aspect of, of ego. You know, you're not digging into that, that psychology or, or that really, um, you know, professional. It's, pragma- or, it's pragmatic. It, it, yeah, it's a little bit more colloquial, actually, I'd yeah. say. You know, mm-hmm. Ron Holiday's breaking down ego as this, um, again, to use the word awareness, he's, he's breaking it down into slightly more easy to understand approaches that we can dig into. And yeah, I, I, it's just, it's just a really fun, really fun way to almost open up your, open up your skull and really have a poke around to yeah. try and, to try and improve that, that mindset. You know, that's ultimately yeah. what it's all about. It's like going to the mechanics in your car, getting a service. This is taking your mind to the mechanic, getting a grease and oil change, getting everything sorted out, getting everything recalibrated. Um, and it really does, I think part of this is it helps put your mind to rest. And I think a lot of us, 
over the last year have found getting that, that calm, that um, awareness and just being able to be in the moment and not worry about a million things. I think this is all essential fuel for that mission and for that cause. Now, before we go into another bunch of really, really great uh, thoughts from Ryan Holiday, uh, I do feel, Mark, that I should say that this is not because of our egos, but we do like a good rating of our podcast or maybe even a review, don't we? We do, we do. We've had some wonderful reviews across a number of different platforms over the years from you, our listeners, and each one of them means so, so much to us. You know, much like our wonderful listeners who are tuning in from Slovenia, I suspect it's because somebody was kind enough to leave a review or share the podcast or even add a rating, because this is how we spread the um, extent of our, our, our reach with the podcast, you know, we're getting into all four corners of the globe. And I think that really comes down to you, our dear listeners who are kind enough to leave a review, a rating, or to share the podcast with, with somebody online. And for us, we, we, we thank you for it. And if you're feeling as though you want to go and do that, you can do those in your podcasting app of choice. Or like I say, you can pop along to www.moonshots.io and share away from there. Mm. So thank you for helping us spread the word. Thank you for helping us learn out loud together because we truly do believe that the work that we are doing together, as you tell us who you want us to decode, as we share this sort of uh, breakdown of some of the greatest entrepreneurs, thinkers, and innovators, this is something that can serve so many people, not only at work, but also beyond that in their personal lives. And I tell you what, we now come to one of our greatest moonshot topics. I mean, it doesn't get more moonshotter than the idea of learning. And here we've got just a sweet, tight little clip that's all about learning to look back. Even when you are doing great, what you want to be looking at is what you could do better, not what you did well. Elizabeth Noel Newman, she's a sculptor, and, and she's saying this is something I try to live my life by as a writer. She's saying, I never look back except to find out about mistakes. I only see danger in looking back and seeing things you're proud of, because this is what puffs up the ego. This is what makes you think you're invincible, that you are fated to win, that everything is yours by right. And of course, that's, that's not the case. So you look backwards to find mistakes, and you look forward to find opportunities to apply those new lessons and be better than you were the first time. Now, this one is, is really, really good, actually, Mike. You know, we've reached a moment of Ron Huddleday talking about ego, and this is pretty practical, actually. This is quite a, a, a physical tool that I'm going to try and, and use more regularly. You know, the ability of not only looking ahead and thinking, hey, what are my goals? this year or how can I go out and be exactly what my uh, customers or my team need me to be? Instead, it's going again into that mirror, isn't it? It's looking back and thinking, okay, well, I've just completed a project. Let me write down what I've learned. Mm. Let me write down what I could have done better. You know, the, maybe, post, the post-mortem, right? It's the post-mortem, exactly. This feels you know, really, really valuable. We've spoken about on the podcast before um, when we kick off projects together, we'll write a skeleton. We'll write our initial thoughts maybe a week or so in advance, right? 
I, mm-hmm. I think what could be quite an interesting little experiment is to do the same, but looking backwards. Mm. So thinking, okay, well, I'm going to scribble all of my thoughts on the past week of this particular project or the past few months. Oh, yeah. Now you're talking about – now, Mark, while you're, while you're in the zone, remind us where might you write these reflections, whether it be personal or professional, where might you write them? Well, I think as we've discussed again, it's all about journaling, isn't it? It comes back to this essential, and again, we touched on this a lot in last week's episode with the Daily Stoic. Journaling is such an essential form of stoicism, isn't it? Well, and getting, uh, putting your mind in the gym, right? Getting the thoughts organized out. I mean, as I, I, I've mentioned this several times, but when I'm journaling, and I'm writing something, I'm like, no, that's not exactly what I think, which shows me that my thinking has not evolved enough on whatever the topic might be, that I've got more work to do on it. And so I can only have that reveal when I attempt to write. So the, the, the act of writing forces upon you clarity. And I think this is so good when you want to reflect. And let me just build on this for a second because – in one of his other books, Ryan Holiday talks about uh, Napoleon only wanting bad news delivered immediately, and he said, always postpone good news. Mm-hmm. And this is a really interesting thought as well, where this whole mindset that Ryan Holiday is pointing out for us is attack the things that cause doubt or uncertainty, attack the problems learn from your mistakes is essential and don't be too indulgent with your success because it feeds the ego. Mm, that's great, isn't it? Well, what, a, what, a, what a physical equation. So for me, when I, when I don't want to, when I want to explore this a little bit more, after our listeners have listened to this podcast and they think, okay, well, I've learned about the ego today. What can I go and do in order to almost check that ego? I do believe that Starting with that self-reflection, as you were just saying, is a perfect starting point, isn't it? Mm. Reflection that comes from, oh, sorry, the clarity that comes from reflection is, and I, I'm, I'm guilty of this as, as well, Mike, writing something and thinking, oh, that's not really what I mean, actually. That isn't yeah. necessarily true. Sometimes mm. I'll cross it out or sometimes I'll just carry on writing and try to further clarify through that reflection um and it's a fascinating way it's kind of like a touchstone it's a fascinating way to understand or know what i appreciate what i know what i do fully grasp and also illustrates okay right i don't yet know how to talk about this or describe that maybe in a professional way it's a a tool or a software or a process in which case that's a great moment to say okay i need to go out and maybe spend another half an hour or find somebody, as Ron Holiday says, somebody else who's a master at this, I will go and learn a little bit more from listening to them. Maybe I'll mm. ask them a couple of questions. You know, I think, you know, not only can journaling uh, and, and reflection be used on, you know, personal development, I think it can also be used on analyzing a project, the way that you've behaved yes. uh, or the way it's gone and thinking, okay, well, how can it, be improved better. Maybe the team, we all need to get better at this process or this tool. 
I think I think yep. that that's what's really coming to me from that from that particular clip. You're absolutely right. Now, if we follow this uh, line of thinking around personal reflection, one of the other great things that we've got from Ryan Holiday is this uh, idea of following your own scoreboard. So let's have a listen now to Ryan Holiday talking about the scoreboard. Marcus Aurelius is saying, you know, ambition is tying your well-being to what other people say or do. Tying, that's tying yourself to outcomes. Self-indulgence means tying it to the things that happen to you. But sanity means tying it to your own actions. That's tying it to what you do, what you think, what you can improve, not looking at what the scoreboard says because that's irrelevant. Ultimately, the scoreboard should not be as high as the standard that you personally hold yourself to. The scoreboard not being as high as what you hold yourself to. I think this reminds me of one of our earlier clips as well, Mike, around mm. following the process. So this step-by-step, action-by-action, instead of looking at the result, you know, uh, your, your New England Patriots, <laughs> instead of, <laughs> of jumping to the, into the, the end game or, you know, the final score and thinking, okay, well, here we are. Instead, it's, almost seeing, okay, where am I now? Where am I right. now? And for yep. me, that's, that's how I'm interpreting this. What, what, what comes to mind when you hear this? Totally like, um, did I do my best on the things I did today? That's the scoreboard. And it comes back to this idea that we've heard not only from Stoicism, but also from Steve Jobs, which is live every day like it's your last, Right play every game like it's your last game, right? Mm. I, I think, I think um, the, the release here that I want to connect for you and for our listeners, Mark, here is I think if you say, here's my goal for the day, you give your best, and then at the end of the day, if you can stand there and say, well, I gave it everything I got. That was a good day. Um, does it mean you've climbed the mountain? No, but you've started and you did your best today. And maybe with a little reflection, you can learn about tomorrow as well. And I think, I think that's the cycle. It's almost like that's the stoic loop, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. I think, it, I think that's exactly that loop. And I think, you know, when, when you're hearing about these, these scorecards and so on, I think it's also around knowing yourself, knowing that, again, you've worked as hard as you can, knowing that you've done all of that work in order to uh, sort of end that week, end that day, end that year and think, yep, what's my inner scorecard? Well, I know that I was a nice guy. I know I helped somebody else out. I know that I gave the time to somebody who needed it. I think that's the scorecard rather than saying, oh yeah, well, I, I sold X amount or I brought in this, you know, the inner scorecard that we can feed our, our confidence and our, our happiness with is self-awareness of what you've done and what do you value? What's good for you? You know, you you personally, Mike, have spoken about legacy on the podcast mm. before. For me, again, that's really striking home at a, at a stoic concept there. What are you going to leave behind? What are you creating? And how are you creating it? Who yeah. gets to take part in that, that journey of yours? Mm. So, so, you know, we've got this kind of mindset thing um, earlier in the show, which is this thought of, you know, really uh, a beginner's mind mindset, you know, uh, 
Yeah. Um, I, I think it's um, so grounding and building on top of that, focus on the task at hand, right? You know, make sure uh, that you are following the process, right? And not too uh, obsessed about the status or the end result. Focus on the process. And then it brings us into this whole kind of sort of learning mindset as we go through the process. Um, you know, this is really good stuff. But I think we've got just one more clip, one more idea that we can share with the audience, right? We do, we do. To close out our show, episode 112 with Mr. Ryan Holiday, Ego is the Enemy. This is one final clip from Ryan telling us that we should all be at this very moment. I'll leave you with one quote. This is a stoic quote that I try to remember more than any other. I think it applies in every single situation. Marcus Aurelius is saying, objective judgment now at this very moment, right? That's our perceptions. That's how we look at what we're seeing. We're, we're seeing it clearly and objectively. We're not bringing anything to it. We're looking at it for what it is. Objective judgment now at this very moment unselfish action so that's what we're going to do about this problem that's not acting with selfishness that's not acting with ego that's acting as a team that's doing your job it's doing it well now at this very moment right and then willing acceptance that's accepting the things you can't change that's focusing exclusively on the things you can change that's focusing on your response not on why you're here not on what caused this not on what mistake you made or someone else made so objective judgment now at this very moment unselfish action now at this very moment willing acceptance now at this very moment of all external events that's all you need marcus aurelius mm, marcus aurelius bringing us into the moment quite quite a fitting way for us to sort of bring it all together, right, Mark? Yeah, exactly. You know, we've really talked about with Ryan Hodley today this this awareness of your mind and this uh, perhaps speed bump that you can cause yourself by focusing too far in the future on what you should or shouldn't perhaps be or, or perhaps doing. And and that clip right there, you know, we touched on it in the previous episode, the Daily Stoic. It's all about being here, right here, right now. How can I be the best version of myself? right now? How can I improve upon how I interact with people or how I respond to uh, uncomfortable situations, how I interpret opportunities or perhaps challenges that I'm going to face? What can I do mm. today, right now, to go and be that best version, to be a good person? Pretty good stuff, right? Yeah, it's been, it's been a great reminder for me that I shouldn't get so caught up in, I think, expectations. You know, for me, the big, big lesson here was, and again, it's a great stoic thought, awareness, mm. being open and aware and conscious and maybe uh, noticing these moments where perhaps you're falling into, uh, you know, as our habit series would have said, a bad habit. Here it might be falling into a, a response that perhaps isn't going to be as productive for me or those around me. Mm. What can I be aware of today mm. what can i reflect on and therefore what can i approve upon in the future and uh when i when i get through this show and think about what's the one thing we could um encourage 
our listeners to do upon hearing this. I feel like wake up in the morning. Now, of course, if they're good moonshotters, they'll have had a cold shower, right? Mm then they're going to do take their mind to the gym. And I think it really feels like setting your intention for the day through your journal um, with that sort of beginner's mindset, that would be the most essential action our listeners could take, right? Yeah, I think that's it. It's, it's being in that moment. Um, and I think through cold showers, we're getting, uh, you know, a nice early, uh, getting up early and taking your mind through an MOT or giving it a bit of a workout, that's how you're going to be in that moment. For me, Mike, when I've done something that gets my blood pumping, you know, whether that's uh, going to the gym, exercising, or actually it's just maybe journaling or having mm. a good conversation with someone, mm. you know, these are all different forms of heightening your sense of being present and being in that moment. And for me, that's, that's what it's all about here. That's what's yeah. reminding me to go out and, and, and improve upon. Yeah. Well, Mark, thank you. Thank you for for sharing that and all of your thoughts as we whizzed through uh, this great book, our second book uh, in the series on Ryan Holiday. It was Ego is the Enemy. Are you ready to go fight that enemy, Mark? I am. I'm going to take it by both horns and and, (laughs) wrestle it, wrestle it, wrestle it away. Very, very good. That's very moonshotty of you. Well, Mark, thank you to you and thank you to you, our listeners, uh, in all four corners of this world. It truly is amazing to learn out loud together with listeners from Slovenia, South Korea, Hong Kong, Czechia, Thailand, South Africa, and well, well beyond. Thank you for joining us in this journey, in this adventure. And today we met the enemy. We met the ego. So the big question was, how do we beat it? And that we can learn from Ryan Holiday and his book. And it all starts with mindset. It's the first of three steps. It starts with being aware, adopting that beginner's mindset and seeking, remember, seeking to be perhaps the dumbest person in the room. Ask the questions. Be the last to speak. And as you go about your job, do your job and do it right be in that moment and as we go on that challenge on that journey we are going to need a lot of resilience so keep on learning focus on process and don't worry about the outcome because you are focused in the moment on the day and as you go about meeting and beating your own scorecard you'll require a whole lot of learning and if we continue to be disciplined and come back to this practice of stoicism We can not only have a better day, we can put our egos in check. We can beat the enemy. Well, there you have it. That's it for the Moonshots podcast. That's a wrap.